Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. So, Jaden, <laughs> thank you for taking the time. I'm excited to, to talk to you about this. I'm really thankful for you and would love for you to tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Yeah. So I am currently an associate pastor um, at a church in uh, Bowmansville, Pennsylvania. We're 20 minutes outside of Reading, Pennsylvania, which is a pretty big city, um, but in Lancaster County. And so uh, about an hour and a half from Philly, it's kind of in context to where we are with Pennsylvania. Um, And so I'm an associate pastor and uh, I'm over uh, all of our discipleship and outreach programs kind of within the church. So um, community groups, men's, women's ministries under the discipleship part, and then outreach kind of how we serve into the community and any events we do as well. So I just kind of oversee that as well as a number of other things, as you know, <laughs> ministry, you know, yes. you wear a lot of hats. And so those are my big pieces. So it's really good. We actually just moved back up here in the uh, very beginning of July. So um, new church, new position, and oh, um, wow. really excited to be here though. And kind of be here for quite a while is what we're thinking. Cool. So you said your wife is from that same area or just the state of Pennsylvania? Well, (laughs) from kind of the same area. So she, her, uh, she grew up at a school, like in an area, probably 25 minutes from here. So relatively very close. She's from this area and close and her parents still live here. So the grandparents are are, are on that side are close, right? He just turned one the end of June. Okay. So He's um, almost at the end of this month, he'll be 14 months. So the only grandchild on either side of the family. So he is double spoiled. Um, and yeah, so but it's really great to be close to uh, my wife's family and uh, her parents. So they're. All right. What about two to three interesting things about you? Okay. I don't think I'm that interesting of a person, but I have a couple interesting facts, maybe. <laughs> so, so my wife and I got married three year, three summers ago. And uh, one of the things we did, we got to go um, to Costa Rica for a honeymoon and which was really awesome. And one of the things that my wife wanted to do when we got there, we saw this excursion that we could do. Yeah. Four wheel, about a two hour four wheel thing up a mountain, which she was like, okay, I'm about that. But she, what she really wanted to do was jump off of a 40 foot waterfall. And that's the only way you could get to the waterfall out in the middle of nowhere. You had to oh take four wheelers. So we had... We had this tour guide and then the two of us were on one and he was on one and we, it was a two hour excursion, like up this mountain to this 40 foot waterfall, just a waterfall. And if you didn't jump in the right area, you would land on rocks. So it was a little like, and we're like two hours away from anything. So looking back, I'm like, we would never do that again while well, we have a child now. So like, we could, you can't do anything like that. And so, um, but yeah, so we jumped off of a 40 foot waterfall and lived to tell the tale, which was Really, is she normally really adventurous like this? Or was this like a, you know what? We're on our honeymoon. Let's just do it. I would never do this ever. You know? Well, she, th- she used to be super adventurous like this before a child, like I said. So um, <laughs> this, this was the second really big thing we did when we were, um, before we got married, she, one of her things that she wanted to do was skydive. So she got me to skydive with her, but made me jump first. And then she fell. She's like, you go first. And then she jumped out. So, um, so yeah, so those were, she's kind of adventurous in that way, but now she's like, I don't think I could ever skydive and jump off the waterfall. Like, I have a child raised. So I was like, okay, I get it. So, but that's my first, well, kind of two things that are interesting that maybe not a lot of people have done. 
And then the third is when I was probably seven or eight years old, um, we lived in Colorado and at the time, not too long after, before that, um, John Elway was the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. He, you know, uh, was a Super Bowl quarterback, very famous. I mean, if you're in the sports world, you probably not recognize the name, but not that's the context of it. Well, his daughter was playing basketball at the time at this small junior college school that my dad worked at. And they came and watched the, her play. And my dad and helped kind of John kind of get in and get out without everyone just going crazy over him, you know, fans. And um, so I've caught a pass from John Elway. He threw one at like a little kid football. He's like, yeah, Jordan, go along. So I went, I was, and I caught it. So I have caught a pass from John Elway. That's and so pretty that's awesome. Maybe not a whole, well, yeah, maybe not a whole lot of people have done that, but yeah. um, something like me. Well, to interest to some of our other questions, I want to read um, kind of scripture that kind of jumped it off for me. Jesus was asked which commandment in the law was the greatest. And he said, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. That's in Matthew 22. So a couple of the questions we have for you. The first one is what currently stirs your love for God? I think there's two, two major things that stir my love for God. And one is my ministry work. And so I am in full-time ministry and recognizing the need and the weight of leadership within the church and leading God's people um, and facilitating them to do the work that he's called us to do, which is love God, love people right there, you know, in the great, great commandment, but also uh, to make Jesus followers in, in the great commission. And so that's really stirs my heart because every day that's, part of my, it's my full-time job, you know, in a sense to, to do that. And so I love relationships and working with people and helping them know Jesus and introduce people to Jesus and help those that are within the church, you know, grow in their walk with him and to eventually make disciples that make disciples. So that's one huge aspect, you know, that serves my love for God each and every day currently. And then my second is in tandem kind of with that is my family. And so ministry and personal life is all interconnected. And so, um, like I said, my wife and I have a one-year-old son. And so being married, you learn so many lessons. <laughs> um, and so just, it's really a lot about, they really help you with sanctification <laughs> and coming to become more like Christ or uh, forcing you in that way. But um, she is a huge support and I want to be the man, the husband for her and leading her well, but also having a son and a child gives you a whole new perspective of life too. And until you have your kids, you just, you are a kid yourself and you don't parent anyone. And then all of a sudden you get this new perspective of like a father and child or a mother and child, you know, and it's this parenting relationship and you kind of understand more of God, the father and how you understand a little more of how much that love for you he has. Um, and so that also I too, I want to be the very best for him and grow him up in the Lord. And so that definitely stirs, you know, my love for God. And that's, those are my two big things right now um, that do that. So on the other hand, what currently stifles your love for God? Uh, it's similar, only kind of similar to the first one, but uh, my ministry work can be a stifle for me, for my love for God in a sense of, I continually have to check myself and making sure I'm not just being busy and busy sake to do these things for God and not taking the time to worship him personally, 
to, you know, um, devote time for my personal walk with Jesus. And so you can get busy and be doing a lot of, I'm doing a lot for God and, but you're not really worshiping him and really living out the love um, that he, that he intends for you to have as just a believer, not as a pastor, you know? And so um, that is my greatest, you know, like um, I would say thing that can stifle me, you know, that is my greatest challenge, uh, which is also my, because it is my biggest focus, you know, too, of like, I want to uh, pastor these people and really lead them to Christ, but I've also got to take time as a believer, you know, and spend time with Jesus. <laughs> and so um, I've always, it's always been a tendency to of me personally, like I'm a busy person and I like to go and do, and, you know, let's get these things done and be efficient. And, you know, that's just my personality. And so that kind of bleeds into this, which is, you know, hardworking and there's some really good positive aspects of that, but there's time to just be still and, you know, worship God and uh, doing is not always good. <laughs> you know, being is sometimes what God's called us to do. And so, um, yeah, that's currently what can, can at times definitely stifle my walk, my love for God. Um, okay. Nope. So in light of that, in light of that yeah. fill in the blank, the truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. Sure. So I said the truth that God is in control means a lot to me because the world is crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it is, it's insane. And I, you know, I've learned, you know, I do have peace within the crazy um, because I know God is in control. And um, I mean, Jesus, you know, even told us, you know, like peace, I leave with you, like my peace, I give you, you know, not of the world that the world gives, but peace I give to you, my peace that, um, you know, don't be troubled, you know, don't be afraid. And so recognizing that, reminding myself, you know, like God is in control. The world doesn't look like God is in control at times and the world is crazy, um, but God is in control. And I think that's just resonated with me more and more through this past year and a half, whatever it's been with, you know, COVID and politics and, you know, just that just craziness, you know? And so, um, that is, that's my, those are my blanks for that one. Cause that's, that's been, that's been a piece for me. So. Oh, so good. I feel like it, it kind of is, um, having to build like that muscle of not, what is that? Like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing something or I'm feeling something or my life is going this way. You know, I'm not really, I'm not really sure about a lot of things, you know, yep. Yep. but what you're saying, like the fact that God is in control, it almost, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to train myself to whenever I experience something to make sure I'm, I'm believing correctly about God. If I don't believe that he's good or kind, then I, it's harder for me to trust him because things are happening that don't look peaceful or don't mm-hmm. feel peaceful. They feel chaotic. And like you said, they feel insane. Just recognizing that God's characteristics don't contradict each other. You know, the fact that he's sovereign and in control and a, is God of sovereign over everything that's happening. And remind it reminds me too, of just like with like God is in control, but there's also a master plan. We have, you know, as believers, you know, we have the Bible that gives us the master plan. We know the end of the story. We know, you know, we don't know exactly what's happening between. <laughs> and it's like the back of like, you know, a tapestry, you know, we see a mess and we see, you know, 
it looks like a mess. It doesn't look like it's making sense. And then you flip it over at the end, you know, it makes sense. So yeah, understanding he's in control, but also there's a master plan too, that, you know, let's just be obedient in what God's called us to do right now in the craziness, the chaos, but then also rely and trust, you know, he's in control. And so, um, yeah, that's what I've really been leaning into a lot lately. It is true because you kind of want to take that energy and put it somewhere, you know, like I, I need to do something, but, but I like what you said there about being faithful with what he has put in front of me to do, recognizing that I have limits and I can only do certain things, but I can be faithful to that and trust him to be God and carry all the other things that I can't handle. Are there things or habits or practices that help you remember or stay keep that truth about God in front of you? Uh, I think maybe just like some daily habits, like in the morning, I typically, I wake up and I make coffee because you got to have coffee. (laughs) And then I do, I try to read my Bible first, first thing um, before I turn on the phone and like, look at things, media, social media or whatnot news. You know, I try to ground myself in, in that, in that truth. And I don't need to see the craziness of the world at the beginning of the day. I can start with God's word and his truth and his reminders of that each day first. And so I think that's, that's a big part. Um, And then also just, you know, my wife's a huge support in just everything that she does with me and just encouraging me. And yeah, for me, biggest thing is just daily waking up and trying to focus on reading some God's word before seeing the craziness of the day (laughs) and starting off the day each day like that. It's very tempting, you know, just get on social media, get on whatever first on your phone. But yeah, I try not to start out that way. <laughs> so last question. What is something you're looking forward to? I'm looking forward to, I think it is just to see how God is going to work through me this next year um, at this new church here in Pennsylvania. Um, there's a lot of a lot of excitement, a lot of potential just with our people. I'm, I'm new coming in, but also like COVID has been here. And so there hasn't been a lot of stuff and we're like, Hey, we're ready, ready for this. And it's kind of like, there's this, all this excitement and uh, to go forward and we're going to do some great things and start some new thing, new outreach opportunities. And with like our community groups, our small groups. And so uh, to me, I think that's the biggest thing is just kind of see what God has planned this year, even just this year, you know, fall and the spring school year. So with my ministry, I think that's what I'm most looking forward to. Um, and ongoing, just like seeing my son grow and develop. And it's just, yeah, you, you understand you have a little one. And so, uh, yeah, it's just fun to, to see them change and grow because he's only one and they change incredibly fast when they're little. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Thank you very much for taking the time. It means a lot. And I was really encouraged and I know that people who listen would be too. I think it's great. It's it's an awesome thing to talk to other believers and it's, you're encouraged by other people's testimonies, you know, like what's going on in their life and lessons they're learning and things that are helping them, you know, love God, but things that are, you know, maybe like you said, stifling. And so being encouraged by other people and other walks and we're, we live far away from each other now. We haven't, you know, I haven't, I don't think I've actually talked to you like <laughs> actually audibly for like, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. 10 years, since- I know. <laughs> But it's just awesome to, you know, connect and just, it's, you see you through Facebook, you know, social media and things like that, but also just connected through Christ. And so yes. um, it's great to be you know, talking with you. And I think this is a great idea. Just letting people, you know, be encouraged uh, with, with one another. And so, 
Yeah, thanks for thanks for asking. Listening friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time. Mm-hmm.